This is the Rediscovering Resilience podcast, helping you create more health, wealth, and happiness for yourself, your family, and business. I'm Stu Darling, and I'll be sharing everything you need to rediscover your resilience and live a life beyond limits. Hey guys, it's Stu. Welcome to this episode of the Rediscovering Resilience podcast. And we have got as far as the letter Q in the alphabet of resilience. What does Q stand for? Well, when I first started thinking about this, I thought, I know it's going to count for quantum. And we're going to talk about quantum physics and quantum theory. And I thought, Stu, I know you're good, but how the hell are you going to cover quantum physics in 10 minutes? So or not. As one of my instructors once said to me, Stu, if you, um, if you ever come to me and say you understand quantum physics, you clearly don't. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's still true. Even now, I keep finding out more about it. Fascinating subject, the quantum model, that we go into in great depth with our one-to-one students and a little bit of depth with our uh, online program and our workshops. But today, Q stands for, not cucumber, Q stands for, there's a story behind that, I remember a good friend of mine in the police force was learning his phonetic alphabet, you know, Alpha, Beta, Delta, Charlie, uh, or Charlie Delta, and he got as far as Q and couldn't think of anything and just said the first word that came to the mind, they began with Q, cucumber, no, as we all know, cucumber begins with a C, and cucumber is such a nice way to begin a salad. Anyway, I digress. Q in the resilience alphabet stands for question. Yeah, you're probably questioning what the hell's going on with this podcast. Well, don't. Stay tuned. Ask questions. Do ask questions. What's going on with this podcast? See what I did? I got you thinking. Because that's what questions do. Questions get us actually thinking. If we don't ask questions then we're just accepting what we are told. Now, we live in a world where we get told lots and lots of stuff. We spend time on social media and we think that all of our friends are living absolutely amazing lives. We turn on the news and we think the world is falling to pieces around about our ears. And in places, It is. But in other places, it's not. But the media is there to sell stories. That's how they make money. How do we sell stories? Well, we tell people that life's a little bit shit out there. That's how they do it. And they do it in sound bites. I'm going to go against everything I say normally. Go and watch the news tonight. Turn the news on at whatever time and watch the news. And time each segment. If you don't want to do that, I completely understand. Um, Less than two minutes. A segment is less than two minutes because our concentration time is getting so poor that the programme makers know that we can only concentrate for that sort of period of time before we go and look for something else, before we turn our other screens back on, before we go and find something else to do. Now, A little bit like me attempting to explain quantum physics and the quantum model in about 10 minutes. 
What can you actually explain in two minutes? You can't. You can gloss over the top of the subject and nothing more than that. But that's an opportunity, guys. The opportunity is that maybe we do watch the news, but we watch the news as the start point of learning, not the end point. We read articles, we read books, we talk to people as the start point of learning. It's important to find out about what other people are thinking. It's important to understand what's going on in the world. But so much more important than that is to think about it, to actually ask questions about it, to come up with your own reference, to come up with your own thoughts. Imagine a world where we all thought for ourselves. Now, I'm not talking about going down the rabbit hole. Not at all. We've got to base our thinking in some sort of logic, in some sort of reality. And if it's based in fact, then that's where we'll get to. We'll get to that point where you go back to what they call in science, first principles. And you can prove things. You can prove things to yourself. And once you've proven things to yourself, you can create a frame of reference and you can create a language to tell your story and why you believe those things. But we've got to be open to everything. We can't just say, I only listen to that person. I only listen to that group of people. We've got to be open to listen to everyone, even if we vehemently disagree with what they are saying. We've got to listen to them because sometimes that's where the greatest point of learning comes from. That opportunity to listen to those people from a different faith, those people of a different skin colour, those people from different countries, those people from the far left or far right that you trigger you when you listen to them. Of course we've got to listen to them. But then we must think. And how do we start thinking? Well, we start thinking by asking questions. As you know, my favourite question, well, maybe you don't if you're new to this podcast, I have a favourite question that I ask of everything. And I mean everything. I wonder why. It's such a freeing question. The freedom that comes from asking the question, I wonder why, means that I am no longer trying to control the world around about me. Wow. Imagine not trying to control the world and just allowing the world to be free. And because I'm a part of the world, by asking that question, I allow myself freedom. I allow myself freedom of thought. I wonder why he's dressed like that. I wonder why she just cut me up in traffic. I wonder why I was thinking about that piece of music and then it came on the radio. Hmm, there's a little hint at the quantum model. I wonder why. You see, when we ask questions, we stop controlling. We stop reacting. We stop being judgmental. In fact, when we ask questions, we use our judgment, even if that judgment is to say, 
I don't know the answer to that. That's cool, guys. You know, we, we live in a world where everyone knows everything. Wow. Imagine having the vulnerability and humility to say, I don't know the answer to that. But do you know what? I'm going to go away and I'm going to find the answer. But I'm not only going to go and find the answer. I'm going to understand the answer. See, finding the answer just means that we've probably listened to someone else. But imagine understanding the answer. There's a great book, a great, well, it's not even a trilogy. There are five books called The Belgariad um, that I read years and years ago. Sort of sci-fi sort of stuff. Lord of the Ringsy sort of stuff. The Belgariad. There's a great question in it. The question is, prove two plus two equals four. Now, just think on that for a minute. Now, look. Two plus two equals four. Well, of course it does. You're talking, I mean, it's one, it's one of the most basic sums that we're taught at school. Two plus two equals four. Prove it. Now, there's a question. That's the sort of question that I am talking about. But if that's a little bit too gnarly for you, just ask the question. I wonder why. In everything you see, in everything you're about to do, Ask the question, I wonder why, because that will give you so much more resilience. Because when we understand the answer to those deep questions, we feel fulfilled. We know that we have certainty in our answer. We're not just saying it because we've heard someone else say it. We're saying it because we truly understand the answer to I wonder why. But we also know that if we don't quite understand the whole picture. What are we going to do? We're going to ask the question, I wonder why, once again. Q, not quantum model, but questioning in the alphabet of resilience. I'll see you next time. This was the Rediscovering Resilience podcast with Stu Darling. For more content, head to www.stewdarling.com.